Awesome. So everyone else is in the other room learning how to be product managers in the product community. Here we're talking about fucking dope lightning art. We've actually never, I think we just met yesterday. You are Sam. My name is Sam. I, I run a thing called the lightning store. Um, it's a, do we have it back there? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's ridiculous looking. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, if you've never been there, you, yeah, I should have some kind of seizure warning, probably lots of flashing <laughs> things happening. No dark mode, only purple mode. <laughs> only purple. I mean, I think there's some kind of accessibility spec for like, it's called a user prefers reduced motion. So you could do like a CSS, like user prefers reduced motion. And then just, without, but anyways, that's not the point. Then it's it funny. wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's surprisingly beautiful though, even though it's like so bizarre looking. Like what was, <laughs> what, 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 what was your inspiration for the way it looks? Um, I just, I guess a little background. I, um, I'm a musician. I've been into Bitcoin for a long time. Uh, I got into Lightning pretty early. I just actually found a screenshot on my phone uh, a couple days ago from the first time I tried to figure out what Lightning even did on the Eclair testnet. Um, and, I, and I didn't know what it did, but I still managed to get it. What year was that? You know, It was 2018. Wow. Um, so I was trying, but I just I had no idea. So I bought a couple Casa nodes, still had no idea. I was... I had them on autopilot, like the autopilot channel thing was a really cool feature because I other I didn't even really know what channels were. Yeah. I just was like, I want to support this in some way. So um, I did that, but then, you know, a couple years went by and after sort of the fun wore off from somebody who's not a technical person, uh, all, there were lots of cool little micro apps, I guess you could call them, that were to, to test lightning. It's like you could buy a sticker or you can, um, you know, read this article or whatever random yeah. thing that people like y'all's things that people were building back then. Um, but then in 2020, like the end of 2020, I started hearing about uh, or you know trying out Sphinx and other other things like that, like the Breeze Wallet podcasting value for value, and realizing that um, you know, and also just discovering that I could run a BTC pay server on a WordPress site. Um, because other the other part of my life is I've been running an e-commerce site for musicians for about 15 years. Um, so when I realized I could have a completely, uh, I, I could potentially start something. I, I, just, I, wanted, I guess the idea was I wanted to see if I could start a clothing brand, run a successful e-commerce site without anybody's help <laughs> and just, you know, just do my own thing. So I did that. And then, um, you know, that was really sort of the the idea was I would just figure out if I could, um, do this first of all, technically, how difficult it would be without any kind of technical background, and then also make something that was so ridiculously um, silly looking and uh, loud that I would maybe meet some people through it who could then help me figure out how to uh, serve a greater goal, which was just figure out how to make this stuff, how to how to integrate lightning with music and the music industry, which is what I really love. And that's uh, that's the wavelength. That's yeah. So on. it ended up working. It was a cool idea, I guess, and it worked. And I, I found Michael, and now we're working on Wavelength. And through through like the attention you got with Lightning Store, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think I I had created a a thing called the Lightning Music Player. I think. Did you find that there? Um, yeah. So as soon as I discovered you could upload really any audio file to the podcasting value for value thing, I created a Lightning Music Player, and that was one of the first things where I was like, hey, now that everybody. Now that I have some sort of audience, here's an idea, like conceptually, that music could work over, you know, the same way it's working for podcasting. Nice. Um, all these all these shirts that I make are 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 knockoffs of um, music T-shirts, and the idea behind that was 
that's how I, that's how I would find the music fans. So if somebody knows who the descendants are, then they're probably pretty cool. And I want to talk to them. And if they, if they also know how Bitcoin works, then that's even better. Yeah. It's a no effects right there. Right. For the Noster one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm expanding into Noster now. And then uh, sublime. I like this America online one. Holy shit. <laughs> like that's that, that brings back memories for me. That's where I started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 14.4 modem, man. And then, yeah. Okay. You got your black flag and all that kind of stuff. Okay, I might have to uh, buy, I might have to do like a live lightning store demo here and buy right. this Nostra online thing. Um, here, let's do it. Uh, so uh, I'm a large, so, oh, it's got the Pura Vita on front. That's dope, dude. Oh, yeah. That okay. comes with a free sticker too. Oh, nice. There okay. And like, I'm, apparently I missed out on the Nostra Rica. Oh, it's not show. a pre-order anymore. I got to take that off. Oops. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's available then. Then if I go back. So this is all a WordPress with WooCommerce with a BTC pay server backend. Yeah, how has that been? Um, uh, like setting that up and running that is it, is there anything like lacking in there? Does it work beautifully for it you? It works beautifully. Yeah, it's it's pretty seamless. It's actually incredible to me. I've had no downtime um, once I got my liquidity in order. That was a little more difficult to do. I think uh, the what's the the, the Lightning Labs uh, the pool is that their liquidity service. Or loop, yeah. Once the loop stuff, that was just sort of being introduced when I started this. So I was really relying on Twitter to help me with liquidity in the early days. I was just begging people, you know. Were these like, and this was probably before Plebnet too. Yeah, this was before. I have a Plebnet shirt. So yeah, I'm sort of, anytime anything cool started happening, I would just try to make a shirt. <laughs> Obnoxiously making shirts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like who, who was there helping you in the early days before Plebnet? Uh, just people on Twitter, random, like to absolute strangers. Yeah, like, user. I mean, that's how this community works. Like, just anybody, yeah. really. Um, yeah, people on Telegram channels still. Uh, people at Lightning Labs were really helpful. Uh, Lalu helped me a lot. He was like, "Hey, dude, I checked out your your node, and like, mm-hmm. there's no way I could possibly buy more than ten dollars worth of shit here. <laughs> so you have to you have to start asking for liquidity. So I started doing that, and people helped. Uh, Roy from Breeze was a huge help. Oh, nice. He's been a, a really cool dude to talk to. Um, yeah, everybody. Everybody's been really supportive. So now I try. I still don't really know what I'm doing, but I try to offer that same support to anybody that needs it. So, like, that's that's interesting, though. You said you don't know what you're doing, and you run, like, this, like, very popular, like, Lightning. I mean, like, I'm trying to think, like, this was probably like, the first, like, full-featured Lightning store that I can think of. I'm not saying no one did, like, a Lightning payment on a website before, but this is, like, the first one I could think of that's, like, I have a store... Here's my whole product offering. We're adding to the product offering every day, and we only accept Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean that's pretty incredible. I think so. I mean, I'm I I didn't think it was really that possible, but it's I, I, it meant I, I started as a side project. Now it's just becoming a thing, <laughs> I guess. But uh, well, do you do you have to like do a lot of management on your node? Because I imagine you know it's probably like I mean maybe first week you launched, maybe you had a couple orders, but then like now you know it's like you know as soon as you drop something, I feel like, you know, people are buying it and stuff. So it's like, do you, you know, are you constantly having to rebalance and like buy new channels and stuff? Or is it like, okay, is it easy? It's easy. <laughs> it's pretty easy. I mean, I did, early, I did early on. I definitely did. But I think I have enough liquidity on there and enough channels. Um, people connect to it because I guess it's just a semi-decent um, connection to have just because so many people are using it. Um, so 
I, I think with the help of the channels that people open with me, that sort of helps to balance things out. So that's interesting. So it's like you don't even have to. Uh, I don't have to work everything. super hard on the on the on the rebalancing. No. People just give you liquidity. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Well, I've noticed the same. Like I've noticed. Um, uh, I'm not sure if he still does it, but the artist No Good, he was like doing that on his web store as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked out his new website, but I remember on his old website, very he had, cool like, advertisement where you could like. Hey, this is my node ID. Open a channel with me, and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love that store. Love that too. It's. I mean, it's interesting. This like strange like intersection of like there. art and technology. Yeah, <laughs> it's like intersection of art and technology, where it's like you know, um, if an artist like supports this specific piece of technology, then the community will kind of rally around them and all of that. Yeah, they're just. I mean, at that time, like I said, I've been sort of paying attention to Bitcoin for a really long time, and it's not. Um, there wasn't, the culture was very Bitcoin. So I was just trying to present something to bring that stuff out. Like, hey, it's okay to talk about punk rock music and Bitcoin and not just like constantly be nerding out about boring stuff. Yeah, and wanting that too, because I don't know how to nerd out about boring stuff. So it's just cool to meet Bitcoin people that are into music and into art and into, you know, I, yeah. I guess get the obscure references that I'm putting out there. I mean, I think that's really important though, too, because it's like, like I, you know, one of the things, like one thing I love and hate about Bitcoin is that like, I love talking about Bitcoin with people, but I also hate talking about only Bitcoin with people. Yeah. Like it, it gets to be like a little annoying thing where it's like, I kind of like want to make um, a deck of cards and like each card has like, like, what did you watch on Netflix this week? And like shit like that, just like, like these kinds of breakers. Yeah. Like that way, when you go to conferences and you're like sitting around a table or something, people aren't like awkward silence. So what's your Bitcoin story? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, but it's we, like, oh, I see you're wearing an, a NoFX shirt. What the hell? I didn't know you were in a NoFX. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Let me actually go through this. Let's, let's actually buy something live here. It'd be really funny if it didn't work. That's one of your credit cards. Should have some wave like music playing in the background. So, um, are you physically printing these, or are you just doing, turn up the band? What are you doing? To that was another part of it. So, I don't, I don't want to talk too much shit, but like, there's, there's some really cool stuff now, like No Good, and um, there's, there's some other great um, Bitcoin merch out there. But really, at that time when I started making, I, I started making Bitcoin merch even before this, and it was a terrible project that didn't take off, but. Um, yeah, most of that was uh, print-on-demand stuff, which I'm not a fan of. I like traditional screen printing. Uh, the, I mentioned the other business that I have is doing merchandise for bands. I've been doing that for a long time. So I actually have a screen printing shop uh, in my building that I work out of. So everything is, uh, quality is a big part of it. So I use high-quality garments. Uh, we use water-based inks, which give it that kind of cool, soft feel. Um, Whereas like something like print on demand is a digital print and typically doesn't last very long and doesn't look very great and doesn't feel very great. So I'm just into the the quality, which I think that's resonated a lot with, with people. No, no good's actually really great at quality too, high quality prints. So it's good to see more of that stuff popping up. Yeah. So this is like a little, little hack together yeah i figured out how to do my own uh btc skin there there you go lightning works who would have thought amazing so i noticed like it didn't it redirected me 
to BTC. I feel like I have BTC set up on my WooCommerce site. I just like started a website for this kind of stuff too, but I only have like one sticker pack on there um, yet because I've just been busy. But uh, I feel like mine like shows me the QR code like in line. I might be I might be remembering that wrong though. I don't know. Um, but anyways, that'd be great. I, yeah, I ha- mine goes to a totally separate thing. You're just using the that BTC I've named Nodes Brigade, and it's called like the WooCommerce BTC Pay plugin. Yes, like like, yes, it's integrated through a some extension of WooCommerce. I think I have the same one. So I'm not even actually using WooCommerce at all, except for the the front end. So there's no... Wait, you mean even like the stores, like the products aren't defined in WooCommerce? Yeah, I just mean as far as like there's no... um, Yeah, I I guess I just am saying I have to use the extension rather than any of the payment stuff. Like it doesn't doesn't flow through any of the standard payment settings in WooCommerce. If it did, I think then it would be in line. But because it's an extension, it has to take you to a different page. Okay, okay, interesting, interesting. So you're saying you get these actually made silkscreen ahead of time. Is that what you heard? Yeah, I have a shop in in Phoenix uh, where I... Like, do, you, do you do like a huge like bulk or I mean like do you have to plan out like supply like how much supply you think you're going to sell like how, how do you deal with that yeah I usually just make like a small a small run unless it seems like it's going to be like these I just put up three shirts last week so you know tomorrow I'll probably be like I'll print 50 of these or 40 of these or 100 of these whatever whatever I think it needs is price volatility an issue for you in terms of like, okay, I've invested this much to get some shirt silk screen. And then, you know, I'm getting a different amount and, you know, Bitcoin each time. No, I actually don't even really care that much about uh, the financial aspect of this. I was really, truly just doing this for fun. I didn't think I would sell any, I, mean, I think somewhere I had a thing, like my demographic was probably 28 people. I remember that <laughs> is, what yeah. I, is what I truly thought. Like, I didn't think that I would even succeed with this at all, but, um, it's it's no matter how many shirts I've sold the the uh, the goal was to meet people in the community and that's really what's been the best part about this and yeah I mean with Wave Lake uh, if you, if someone wants to check out wavelake.com it's a it's a really cool music site that wouldn't wouldn't have happened I don't think if I I mean it, it would have it would have probably happened but not with me <laughs> part of it that's for sure if I hadn't done something like the Lightning Store well would you like to look at Wave Lake for a little bit sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I know we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more tonight um, on the uh, at Bitcoin Open House product panel, but um, that's for like the you know open the public. But for everyone here, the Design Summit, I'm sure they'll love to hear about it. Well, and it feels kind of like part of the Lightning Store you know story that like something that started fun kind of led to like this startup here. So I got it up on screen here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you take it from here. What what are we looking at? Yeah, so we launched this in uh, January of this year, and we have 150 bands on it now artists from all around the world uh this this new design just came out i guess last week somewhere around there um but uh, right now it's just web-based uh, it's a really great band silver units a feature band that we have here uh if you go up back up to the top we really just have these two two sections right now uh there's the trending section which is our it's like a play on the top 40 so if you click through on the right um it, this will take you so this is like uh these are tracks that have have the most sats over a. Do we ever change the the time frame, or is it still thirty days? Yeah, thirty or forty days. So the most boosted tracks over a forty day period will will show up on here, and this updates every day. Let me try refreshing this page. It keeps telling me my audio. Yeah, you gotta good. click that little mute button down at the bottom. Oh, I see in the actual web player. Oh, it's actually playing through the TV. Nice. Yeah, so it's a cool little web player. We're going to be working on a on a mobile player. Um, we have a Wave Lake Radio we launched also on the front page where 
if you just want to play some music and let it sit in the background while you're working, you can do that. And if you hear something that you like, boost the track. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. let's try. Uh, yeah, try a little boost. Yeah, let's figure it out. Okay. That's great. Another great band, Pexlip, I discovered. All right. I'm using the Albi web uh, extension to do this. Michael sweating right now. It worked. Hey, amazing. Well, good. We'll do it live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're, I think you're uh, missing confetti there with that interaction. I know, I know. <laughs> we didn't do the confetti thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, wait, this has been super fun. I've discovered some really cool music. Um, I mean, I I thought I would discover music, but I'm shocked at how much really great music I've discovered already just in the last few months. Interesting. And so, like, I mean, do you know anything about, like, the artists that are signing up for this? And, like, like what what's, like, how are they hearing about it? What's drawing them in about it's it? It's been almost entirely word of mouth from what we can tell. Huh. Uh, just over, you know, Twitter and, and now Noster and... um yeah, there's we're getting there's like an entire record label. I mean, we think it's a record label in in Africa that has uploaded like 40 tracks. There's this dude, Tone Wrecker, who I think has released like 120 something plus records. He's very prolific on uh on there. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. There's there's some good music. It uh, ranges from we were talking about some Bitcoin sea shanties that were uploaded <laughs> the other day. Uh, if you go to the the front see, page too, there's the discovery page. Yeah, so NPub. That was that was another cool thing. So on Noster, Tone Wrecker posted this instrumental track, and this dude in uh, was it Tanzania, somewhere around there, he just saw, he heard it and he's like, "Hey, can I rap over this?" And Tone Wrecker was like, "Yeah." And then the next day, he released this end pub song. Nice. Uh, so it's, it was the first collaboration. It's also the first track that features um, Wave Lake in the lyrics, which I, we think is pretty funny. Oh, amazing! And awesome. So awesome. Uh, yeah, so there's there's just a, a wide variety of music, and it's just really fun. It's cool. Huh, that's nice. There's a Bitcoin genre of music we've discovered. <laughs> what, what, is, what, what is this? Like, I mean, lots of songs about Bitcoin, so there's all those are on there. That's great. Just So it's not like, uh, it's just like lyrics about Bitcoin, not yeah. necessarily a musical style. Right, yeah. I'll, it's some of it, yeah, like some hip-hop, some electronic music, some, some sea shanties, some acoustic okay. punk. No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm totally glad to hear that. I was getting worried for a second there that you were going to say like, oh yeah, it's like the Bitcoin genre. It's like, you know, it's very much inspired by like Seyfedean Amus's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. classic review. Like all music is fiat, punk it's is like, fiat, <laughs> rock is fiat, techno is fiat. It's nothing but classical music. Yeah. That's all we're playing. You we know? have some of that on there too, though, actually. <laughs> yeah. Some spoken word from Seyfedean. <laughs> Yeah. So right now, the when we when we the the alpha version of this was very non-custodial. I had to hook up to your node, and it just wasn't it wasn't working um, at any kind of scale. So just to launch this right now, it's a super custodial situation. Uh, they have an account. It's really easy. You just I mean, you just submit an email address. Now you have an account, and you have a custodial wallet in the back end. Um, upload your tracks. So that boost just went straight to them, minus uh, our fee for for hosting right now. Um, but we want to get, we want to move away from that, obviously. But we, when we do, we want to make sure it's still just as easy. Do you think, like, I mean, it's kind of interesting because is 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 there like a limitation if I want it? Like, let's say 
I'm just a, a freeloader and I just sit here and like listen all day and like never boost any songs. Like, do, is there, do I ever get like rate limited as a listener or anything? No. Have you like had any problems with like, the, do people, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is I'm I, like, I'm struggling to wrap my head around value for value. Like, um, it makes sense. I like the idea conceptually. I'm also trying to think like if it scales. So I'm just curious if like everybody who uses it, like are, are all the users like just voluntarily boosting because they, they like feel, feel like it or like, are there some users who like disproportionately boost and others who are kind of freeloaders? Yeah. I don't think I fully have figured out the best way to articulate this, but like if you, if you're a fan of something you're listening on, on Spotify, for example, Mm -hmm there's a set limit of money that you can sort of provide to the artist in that, at that given moment. And it's like, you have to listen to it for over 30 seconds. And then from that point, however many times you listen to it after that, you're giving them a fraction of a penny. So it doesn't matter how much you are feeling that particular jam that day, you're still going to give them a fraction of a penny. Um, whereas if you were listening to that song and you were going through something as, you know, music is an emotional experience for people. Mm-hmm. So um, you can, you can provide value back to that person who's giving you some value at, at any point in time, any number at any throughout, you know, throughout the the course of your fandom of that song. So, I mean, even just like an example, I I've said this a few times, but there was a track that I just discovered. And as I was listening to it, I was boosting it more and more and more. My boost got bigger because I was just getting into it. So it's like, this is a really great verse boost. This is a really great chorus boost. This bridge is super killer boost, 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 you know, just going for it. Oh, you, you could almost think about like, uh, like maybe you have like something in the UI that shows like a, a graph of the boosts, like where in the song they it got. Yeah, boosted. that's a really cool feature in Sphinx that I would like to do something like that, where, where as you're playing the the track back, it's showing you like little boost bubbles in real time. So it's a fun thing. That's nice. Do you, do you use uh, Sphinx regularly? Not regularly. I don't know if anybody uses Sphinx regularly. <laughs> uh, I've tried to use Sphinx regularly, but I really love what they're doing. It's it was a massive inspiration for what we're working on, and I think uh, ultimately it will be some really great things are going to come out of it. It's just been difficult to use. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I like it's still I, on my phone. I still have it. I still, I, I, I have the app too. I just like, I yeah. never figured out how to hook it up to my node. And so I just could never use it. Yeah. I, they've been having some trouble, I think with uh, the app store. So there's the, the test flight version. I think that's a little bit better. Hmm, nice. Nice. Okay. I'll check that one out then sometime. Yeah. So, uh, so what's, uh, what's next with uh wave Lake with lightning story. You think about, uh, any areas you're thinking about expanding into any projects, fun projects you. Yeah. We're working on some fun stuff this, the last couple of weeks, um, that we're going to launch hopefully this week. Um, maybe it's around Noster. Uh, we're going to, you know, beyond that, we're going to just expand this, the website a little bit and then probably focus more on a mobile version, like a more, uh, like feature rich thing where you can start having uh, a li- like an actual music library and playlisting and stuff. Now that, now that we have a big enough library of music to, to start doing that. I see what you're saying. So like right now, like I go to the site, I listen to the player, I go to the, I, I find what's on your side. I, I listen to it right there in the player, but like I don't have the ability on there right now to like make like a playlist like I would on Spotify or like add this to my like songs. Yeah. We're going to do like a small version of playlisting on the website, but um yeah, I mean the idea was they're just it would it would have been kind of ridiculous to build like a a super feature heavy player when we only started with you know thirty five tracks or something. So yeah, we just totally. had had to wait for the library to get built up a bit to to, to make sure it was going to work. And now we're going to focus more on making it more um, like you would like any other music player you would have on your phone. Got only it. you can 
pay people now. And, and in terms of your contribution, do you like focus more on like the like the user interface? You do like marketing, or how do? You, what, what yeah, you? so I'm a graphic designer. I'm not a product designer. Got I've it. learned that those are two incredibly different things, um, and I'm learning even more about that today. Uh, so yeah, I work I work pretty heavy on um, you know Photoshop mockups that then Michael somehow magically turns into reality. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm I try to integrate it. You know, use the whatever small amount of leverage I have with lightning store stuff to like, there's wave Lake merch on there and I send, I put wave Lake stickers in every order, whether people want them or not. So I'm, I'm forcing it on some people, but it, it actually works. So it helps cause I have a pretty, you know, decent following, I guess. And so it's been helpful to keep working between the two. Yeah. I can already think of some people in my life that I'd recommend this to actually. Please do. Musicians and stuff. Cause I mean, I hear that for like, I, I've been, I've been just thinking for the longest time that like, I just don't know what to tell musicians because they, it's like, it just seems like there's just no way to win. And like, I don't know if I'm like hundred percent sold on it, but definitely value for value seems like it's the only thing that like might make sense actually. It's the only, yeah. I mean, I've been a musician since I was a kid and, um, I've never made money through any sort of traditional model. Uh, The only time that I've ever made money in the music business was when I, I took uh, control of it, self-released it, or on tour or through merchandise or things where I was asking people to, to you know, to give me their money outside of, uh, you know, a streaming service or something. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I think it's the biggest no-brainer. The world is just a matter of time and, and the ease of use. Like, we have to, we truly have to build something that musicians recognize. You know, it, it has to feel... Uh, similar to what they're used to or else it's going to probably freak them out. Yeah. That feel like And then once they're on there they'll they'll discover it's actually a better option. Yeah, and that they're getting more money out of it. Yeah, cuz right now they could go to something, you know, some artists go to things like Patreon, but then you're having to keep up with the pressure and the demand of the subscription model where it's like now I have to generate all this content over the course of this 30 days just to keep up with the people that are subscribed or else I'm going to lose them whereas something like this we could build in something like that. And it's just, if it's, you know, musicians and artists should work when they're inspired, not when they're forced to. Uh, So I think that that will help foster the growth and um, just, you know, bit more efficient creativity and less having to do all these alternate things just to try to generate revenue when you really should, the first place you should be making money is through your music. No, that's, I mean, that's an interesting point. Cause I mean, it's like you think about like, yeah, with Patreon and stuff like that, you, you, I mean, I've seen people get burnt out on the kind of content creation. Yeah, they, they love it. And then it kind of turns into this job and they have these like followers that they have to kind of like constantly appease. And yeah. And they're your stuff. fans and you want to, you know, like you obviously you want to give them what they're paying for, but then it just becomes a burden. Yeah. It's like you, you work for them and it's not like you work for them. Like, of course, every guy's got to work for somebody, but it's not like, okay, I've got this one boss. It's like, I have like a million bosses yeah. and they're all paying a little bit of my salary. It's like a little awkward. Situation. Yeah. And if you're not keeping up, then you just start seeing those, those numbers drop and it's yeah. not cool. But you can think about it. You write like a song that's like really powerful and, and interesting and you could put that up there and Maybe, you know, maybe you could earn zaps or like sats on that, like not just the day you post it, but also like the next year, the next two years, because it's going to take a while for people to discover. Like I discover music I haven't heard all the time on like Spotify and stuff. And it's like, 
if I find, like, sometimes I find something like music that came out like, you know, 20 years ago. I'm like, why didn't I know about this 20 years ago? This is awesome. And then it's like, if I, if I could zap that person, then that's kind of like, it's almost like royalties in a way. It's almost like voluntary royalties that just could keep paying out over time. Yeah. And also, um, as a musician, your payments do come in cycles. So you're like, um, not only are they coming generally quarterly or annually, but that's if you're actively even doing things, you know? So, um, to be able to, uh, even, get financial like feedback and financial feedback as you're working on music is really cool. Like someone could just upload tracks and demos and get paid on them and that could support them while they're working on it until the product's done. Do you have a question? Yeah, actually like I think it becomes super lazy good time. Like we used to zap people a lot and then they start something to do that. So is there a way to encourage like you should at least zap ten musicians per like, like are you encouraging so that it stays active? Yeah, we have a lot of ideas to do that. Um, you know, there will be if if you know you can unlock certain features. Like so, similar to how you maybe you would have to pay an artist on Patreon to get this access to this stuff. Um, this would just be something like if you were a big enough supporter through zapping and and through through commenting and doing whatever these boosts on the tracks, then you get access to this stuff. Um, also, we want to have the fans make money as well so we can incentivize them. Like if you share music, then you're a participant in this and you can get, or if you create a really cool playlist, that's the first That's the first part we're going to do. If someone creates a cool playlist and you share it, you can get zapped for your, for your playlist. Um, so incentivizing people just to like keep that circular economy stuff going within the, the music I think will help because, I mean, all those models work. We've seen them work, street teaming and... Um, guerrilla marketing, whatever you want to call it, you know, just like on the ground marketing, hanging up posters, hanging up stickers, going to record stores. We can do all that stuff on the internet and we can, but like most people aren't really incentivized to do it outside of just out of the kindness of their heart. But if they can now get paid on it too, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of interesting. Like I think I pay like 10 bucks a month or something for Spotify. It would be kind of interesting. It's like, you know, like in theory of wavelengths, like library, um, grew to like a comparable size to where I can find most of what I'm looking for. I would feel more comfortable knowing that that $10 a month was going more to the artists. Um, and, yeah. then, and then it's like, I'd be willing to spend the same amount, maybe more if I'm just like zapping all the time and not thinking about it, but I'd be like almost, well, I'd be willing to spend at least the same amount and just you take it. You'd probably be willing to spend more. I would, I would guess that's what we're seeing. Um, I mean, you even see that on like Nostra happening right now, you know, um, people are spending sats way f faster than they probably would have thought otherwise before that was a thing. I mean, I, I wanted to zap Michael in an email yesterday cause he sent a good meme and I was like, Oh, I can't. <laughs> I forgot I can't. Like, I want to zap people in real life sometimes. So they just say cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I remember. Yeah, just, I mean, Bolt 12, you can just walk around with a necklace with your, your, your QR code on, and I can zap you in real life. Yeah, yeah, there you that go. That was really funny. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> zap me. I see Dave Chappelle in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question. It's okay. No, yeah, we go back and forth with the streaming thing. Um, I, I think I'm in the camp to want to stream music. 
Yeah, but the paywall, I mean, the paywall part of it, though, even, I mean, I think that that would be to listen to a track. I don't think so. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, that's sort of what you tried right early on. You had something similar to that where it was like, if you, was it like credits? Yeah, you would unlock plays. So like if you, yeah, if you had this much, if you spent this much, then you would get this many plays. But then after that, you would have to, you'd have to keep funding it. Um, but I mean, things like that, I still think that there's even other ways to do this, like streaming sats per minute, um, setting a budget. Like if you wanted to say like, I normally spend $10 on Spotify, maybe you're, you're sick of boosting, but you still want to support. So you can set a budget of 10 or $15 a month. And then you can just pay as you stream. That'd be an option that we might implement down the road. Or pay one. Well, I think that's the cool thing is inherently you will, whatever band you're listening to the most that particular month, you will end up paying them the most, you know? So yeah, look, but I didn't have to think about it. If it just, yeah, it's like, truly equal right yeah. now. Cause right now I think that, I think the number is, it's about a, I think it's like a dollar 27 a month out of your Spotify premium account actually goes to music that you're listening to. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool like if it just like kind of like zapped stuff automatically, or not, it doesn't even have to be zapped, but just if it like sent sats to the artist without me even having to think about it. It's like of a budget, this is how much I like want to spend, and then it's yeah. just kind of like constantly, it's like, oh, this is what you're listening to, so this is what's, you know, getting paid. Yeah, there's a lot of really great um, ideas out there that we want to try. They, they might not all work, but... Um, yeah, so as far as like additional features, you were mentioning that... Um, yeah yeah absolutely that that's one for sure um there's a lot of options um there's other ways to that i think will be able to help just the business at large like through licensing and royalties and you know things like that we were just talking to somebody out on the patio about potentially doing um you know like uh setting up general licenses for things like if you're a podcaster, you now have this like podcast royalty pool or, or royalty free music pool that you can listen, that you can pull from. And uh, once we get s splits figured out in an easy way that it will actually work, then, um, you know, if a podcaster uses some music in, in their episode, then a portion of those boosts or zap or whatever, you know, if it's streaming, if it's boosted, if it's zapped, if there's confetti, whatever there is, um, a portion of that will then go to the band and we'll also then go to the record label if it needs to and the drummer and whoever else, you know, it needs to go to. Um, but bigger picture, like when there's a, a YouTube enabled like video streaming service, content creators will be able to pull from libraries there as well. Also, um, you know, I mean, everywhere, everywhere music is in a grocery store, you know, that, that needs to be fixed. That thing that sucks, you know, the way that that works. Um, the days of getting, being a musician, getting checks for like 21 cents, from something that played in a, on a, on a um, jukebox in a bar somewhere, you know, three years before that will be over and oh, money will wow. just be flowing where it needs to go immediately. And that will be fantastic. That's, that's great. Direct for licensing, like, like I said, yeah, so everything is owned by the people that upload it. So we're not, I mean, that was one of the decisions we had to make early on. Do we want to perpetuate something and like buy, li buy streaming licenses and bring known libraries into this thing? Or do we want to build something like SoundCloud or Bandcamp from the ground up with independent artists? So our hope is that, you know, over time, those people who own those licenses will come, the record labels will just come to this because 
it'll they have even even record labels and publishers will be incentivized to come to something like Wave Lake because it eliminates accounting, which is a huge thing. Um, any auditing, really, all of that whole thing is just a total disaster. Mechanical licenses and all that stuff. Um, when we have a really strong back end that will suit that, I think that they'll start. We'll start seeing more record labels and and uh, uh, you know people that just. I mean, we we actually talked to somebody the other day that just owned a bunch of licenses to music, like they had bought them through some some I don't know. They retain their own ownership and they're just paying you a credit whatever they get paid. Yeah, I mean, right now we're just taking a fee on the boost. We're we're talking about how to implement. Um, like paid plans for on the artist side for hosting, really just for hosting, you know, because we limit the uploads right now to 12 megabytes. And if you want high quality audio files, you can't do that. You can't upload a WAV file right now, really um, feasibly, but we'll be able to. And then we'll also just be able to add better features for the, the artists, like on the dashboard side, once we do that. Well, awesome. Hey, this has been awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much. Um,